This is Coach Lee, and in this video, I'm going to talk to you about the so-called 30-day no-contact rule. Take a quick second, click the subscribe button below so you can be notified when I have more videos on relationship dynamics, breakups, mindfulness, marriage, and success in life. So a lot of people talk about the 30-day no-contact rule. And in fact, a lot of the comments on my videos will refer to a 30-day no-contact rule as though... I've ever suggested it, which I have referred to the no contact rule, obviously, if you've seen any of my videos. But the 30-day no contact rule is a different category because people tend to think that there's this magic number, this magic number of days to where your ex is ready for you to contact them. And that's sort of what it's suggesting, is that if you can just wait this long, then you can contact them. Whereas waiting 30 days is certainly better than nothing. It's better than the response most people tend to have after they've been broken up with because usually they're in a panic. They're feeling like they have to do something immediately or they will lose their ex forever. It's as though they have their ex by the hand over the side of a cliff and they've got to pull them up because they're slipping. That's what it feels like when really time is more on your side than that. And I have a video called No Contact and the Power of Time, which I will link to in the description below. But a lot of people will ask me, what do I think of the 30-day no contact rule? And the concept is basically that if you wait 30 days, your ex will be ready and you can contact them. And people who talk about the 30-day no contact rule will often give little messages you can send after 30 days as though your ex is receptive enough for this. And then you kind of back off and you do another message and your ex is slowly gotten back. Others will act as though after 30 days you can contact them and you two will just get back together almost instantly. And a lot of times these people will say this based on nothing, but maybe seeing a video that someone else did, or they heard someone talk about it and they think it sounds like a neat title and it's not really based on experience. I'm fortunate enough to have worked with thousands of couples over the last two decades, and I can tell you that 30 days is usually just not enough time. Now, there's always exceptions. I have seen it work before 30 days. I've seen it work in four days. I've seen it work in less than that. Sometimes when you just stop, when you don't reach out to this person, when you give them the breakup, when you just do nothing and you just give them your silence. It can be powerful and there's no certain number of days that it will take, but everything in life is based on probability. It's difficult to name something that's certain. People can walk out on you. Lives can be lost. Politicians can cheat you. Your heroes can fail. All kinds of things can go wrong. Very little certain. And so, Trying to say on this day, every ex will do this is ridiculous. 30 days is better than zero. But generally speaking, I can give you some numbers that actually have cases behind them and science behind them. 45 days is a point that I talk about in my emergency breakup kit as being a very important day. It's a general day, meaning somewhere around 45 days. It could be 55 days. It could be 40 days for your ex. No one is exactly the same. And so sometimes there will be some variance. But around 45 days, an interesting thing happens 
in the mind of your ex. And when I say 45 days, I mean 45 days of no contact. It is at that 45-day mark when the potential, the capacity is there for the chemicals associated with separation anxiety are at their highest. That's when they can be their highest. And so it's kind of interesting to see a lot of times in the comments where people will say, wow, it was right around the 45th day that I heard from them. But at the same time, other exes will feel that pressure. They'll feel that pain, that sense of loss, that separation anxiety on day 45, and they don't reach out. They fight it. And I have a video about that where I say, does no contact work on a stubborn ex? Or in this case, maybe a shy ex. But we're talking about someone who did not just wake up and decide they wanted to break up with you. Most people take weeks or months to make such a decision. They fight it. They try another day, another weekend, another night, another trip, another conversation with you, hoping things will work out. Eventually, they come to a conclusion, and sometimes it's to break up with you because attraction has fallen. They don't think the two of you have a future together. There are some things about you or the way that you two interact they feel like is not good for them, and they eventually decide to break up with you. And so, a lot of times, that's why they don't trust it, because they know that it took them a while to get to that conclusion. And so, to undo that, to get to where they trust their change of heart, might take a while. But on day 45, the potential exists for the chemicals associated with separation anxiety to be their highest, which means your ex will be considering things, regretting things, wondering if the breakup was a mistake, perhaps the most on that day. And it can get stronger going on after that. Day 60, day 65, day 75. Now we're talking just in terms of the math on this and what I have seen in the past two decades as a relationship coach and being able to see research on relationship dynamics, including marriage and dating. So when people talk about the 30-day no-contact rule, generally speaking, it is not enough time. And sometimes people will respond in the comments when I have a video that's about no-contact and they'll say, yeah, I tried the 30-day no-contact rule. It didn't work. And they'll act as though I'm just wrong. When again, this is my only video about the 30-day no-contact rule, and it's to tell you that it's not enough. And what I'm also going to say about it is that the concept is wrong in general, in that if you wait 30 days, then you can be the one to reach out to your ex. Ideally, it would not be you reaching out. Now, I do talk a lot about how at some point you don't really have anything to lose, and some people will say, you know, I just want to move on, and so I'm going to reach out because it's been 60 days, even though, again, no magic number. I'm just giving a ballpark, at least sort of a minimum. And people will just want to reach out at that point and just kind of see. And if it doesn't go well, then they will just kind of move on maybe to another relationship or at least to be open to that or something like that. But the idea that you would reach out is generally not best. It is best when it comes from them. And that's, again, why you want to wait beyond the 30 days to give it the best chance. Because when you are the one who does the reaching out, who initiates getting back together, you are not changing the roles. You're not turning the tables. Because when they broke up with you, it was understood. They wanted the breakup. You did not. You still wanted the relationship. And so your level of attraction was seen as lower than theirs. They felt more attractive than you. Even if they love you, generally speaking, in other words, 
may not be romantic. It may not be this passion that they used to have, but they still have a generic love for you. They care about you. They don't want something awful to happen to you, but they see you as less attractive than they are because they're the ones who are breaking up with you. So they are higher on the totem pole of attraction. That's basically how it's going to be viewed. Maybe not in a concept that they put into words, but in what they feel about the situation. And so if you are still the one pursuing and you're the one who contacts them after 30 days and you're the one saying, let's get back together or even just trying to be casual. And people think sometimes that they aren't obvious. You know, they'll reach out about something and think that it's a sneaky way to sort of go through a back door and get back together with their ex. But usually your ex suspects that you're trying to do something because again, they're the ones who dismissed you. So they kind of see you as lower than them a little bit, that you're wanting the relationship and they don't, that they rejected you. It's sort of a power trip for a lot of exes. It's an ego trip. It makes them feel very attractive and they will see you as trying to do whatever it takes to get back together with them. And obviously there's variables in terms of how much they feel this about the situation. Sometimes maybe it's just slight. Sometimes it is significant, but they are going to be suspicious when you reach out. They're going to think, oh, here it is. I knew this was coming. They're going to reach out and try to get me back. And again, I talk about this a lot in my emergency breakup kit and in other videos. So if you subscribe, you'll be able to get more videos on this topic and on relationships, attraction, mindfulness, and marriage. So hit the subscribe button. But Basically, your ex assumes you're going to keep pursuing them. That's what makes the breakup easy for them because they don't feel like it's a breakup. They feel like if they want you back, you are always an option. So they don't ever have to feel the loss. You did because they were the one who had the power and broke up with you. And so you felt the loss. They felt control. And I talk about how we make our ex our dictator a lot of times because we give them all the power and all we can do is beg for their mercy, which is a terrible situation to be in. And you further that when you are still the one to reach out. You basically keep them in the role of dictator because you're still trying to get them back. And so even if you two do get back together, there's still maybe that feeling that you were the one who did the dirty work. You're the one who cleaned things up after the breakup. You're the one who fixed what they broke. And it kind of puts them in a position where it's easier to break up with you because they feel like there's no danger of losing you. You'll just come back again. You'll take care of it. That's not a good thing you want. That's not a good situation you want to be in in a relationship. They think if I break up with them, no big deal. I can always get them back. In fact, they'll come back to me. They'll make it easy for me. You want them to have to come face to face with the idea that they could lose you. That's very important because they need to learn what it's like to actually feel like they've lost you or that they could. That's when they really see what you mean to them and your role, your value in their life. And that's what you want them to see. You need them to see that if you want to get them back and keep them. And if you just wait 30 days and contact them, you've just taught them that you will wait 30 days and contact them. That's a good recipe to get dumped again. It also puts you in a less attractive role. So ideally it would be that you would go into no contact and your ex would be the one to reach out to you. It doesn't always happen perfectly. And I'm not into making a philosophy, something that always has to be followed to the T, but understanding the general concept will help you to at least have direction and a guide. And in this case, 
60 days is more like an appropriate number. And no, I'm not going to call it the 60-day no-contact rule because, again, ideally, you would not contact them at all. You would let them be the one to come to you. Doesn't always work out that way, but that's the ideal version. That gives you the best chance of getting them back. That also gives you the best chance of keeping them. It's also the best for you because you should be the one who has your ex coming back to you and realizing their mistake and asking for you back because you're the one who's been hurt the most, most likely. You are the one who has been hurt as far as the loss and feeling like maybe you're not as attractive as the other person or as attractive as you wish you were. So the real reunion, the real coming together again, the real putting back together the pieces is when they come back to you. That's why the so-called 30-day no-contact rule really just doesn't cut it. Be sure to check out my emergency breakup kit. I'll link to it in the description below. And please subscribe to this channel so that you can get more information on my videos and content that I have coming out. If this video has been valuable to you, you can leave me a tip with a link to my tip jar in the description below. This has been Coach Lee, and as always, thank you for watching.